How you doing out there? Doing fine. This is Josephine Royal. What comes from the heart touches the heart, and I intend to touch your heart today warmly. I have a gentleman on the line, and I believe it's going to be very interesting for us today. His name is Jonathan Matthews, and he is um, from the J. Malton Center. Hi, Jonathan. How you doing? Hi, good morning, Josephine. Oh, I'm glad to have you. I found it very interesting when we had a a couple of staff meetings at the J. Malden Center, and I thought it was like a city within a city over there. But before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about COVID-19. How are you handling it over there? Yeah, sure. Good question. Um, I think we're doing, like most people, um, we're adapting every day. Uh, uh, it's a, it's an ever-changing circumstance, of course. Um, just as we think we're, we're beyond it, we uh, think we're back into the thick of things with COVID, uh, as we've seen this season. So um, we're doing everything we can to keep the place uh, protected. Uh, you know, there's extensive cleaning, uh, new um, additions such as uh, hand sanitizing stations throughout the community, um, uh, that sort of thing. Um, we do limit uh, activities to certain threshold numbers, which we didn't do before. Um, and we manage that through reservation processes and, and things like that so that we know who is where and when. Um, you know, we've been, knock on wood, we've been lucky so far not to have any um, COVID uh, exposures here in, in the J. Mullen Center community to date. Um, so uh, in the case that were to happen, though, thankfully we have these systems in place where we, we use reservations and that so um, we know who is potentially uh, in close proximity with somebody else or in passing. Um, so the tracing is there. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely changed the, the day-to-day operations, uh, but, uh, you know, residents that live here uh, still have access to all of the amenities. Um, uh, they just have to manage their, their time appropriately to be able to um, enjoy those things. And I think it's important to wear a mask and uh, soap and water goes a long way, as they say. <laughs> At this, yeah, we're glad to be a part of that too. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, it's uh, especially, you know, um, it's. It, it, uh, I never thought I'd say this, but it's sad that you can't see the grandkids. It's sad that uh, certain things you have to be separated from your family. But it's so important at this point. Uh, Zoom goes a long way, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yes. Yeah, you know, I you know, you can still have a holiday with your family, don't you think, Jonathan? Um, via Zoom, it's a, a strange kind of way of having a holiday, but you can still do it. It's true. Um, you know, for for those of us who uh, have family that that live at a significant dif- distance, um, you know, you don't get necessarily to see them face to face. Uh, as you normally would, and um, you know, there's some um, there's some disappointment, I guess, with that. Uh, but at the same time, um, you know, given the circumstances and and the new expectation, um, it actually broadens the reach of people because 
um, Zoom is, is or, or these virtual meetings are sort of uh, a common day occurrence now. And, um, you know, it's almost like getting a smartphone these days. Um, you know, uh, people are just, they've been conditioned to use it. And it, it almost seems that um, uh, on the positive side of COVID, uh, you're able to connect with more people during the holiday season than you were before because people are more inclined to use these methods of communication. Yeah, I, I think it's so important nowadays to uh, have a smartphone and um, a computer too as well, but I, I, I think I tend to use my f- smartphone more than the cell phone. Now, uh, for the holidays, uh, what are you doing at uh, J. Malden Center? Are you doing anything special? You know, I'm glad you asked. Um, normally, we would have a big holiday blowout mm-hmm. uh, party <laughs> for our residents, and uh, uh, you know, ideally have something for the for the the larger community, Malden community, um, as well. Um, uh, you know, the the unique scenario with J. Malden Center relative to many other apartment uh, communities is that it is closely tied to. City Hall, and um, so I think post-COVID, I think what you could expect is um, some joint activities there, um, some events happening in the plaza, um, uh, with access to some of the amenities in the building from um, from the public uh, during that time during those events, and um, and then you know, unfortunately this year we we just don't have the uh, uh, the benefit. Uh, of, of allowing that mass access um, or mass gatherings. So, you know, we're, we're going back to virtual again this year um, uh, in terms of that. So we're doing, uh, um, uh, we're sort of doing these little bubble, um, integrated bubble parties where um, people are kind of in their own bubble, in their own apartment with their holiday decorations and um, and we're uh, we're partnering with um, various, just like Thanksgiving, we partnered with uh, Cornucopia Foods to supply Thanksgiving uh, dinners to the residents here. And, um, and so we're looking at doing something similar for, for the Christmas holiday, for the Christmas party. And, it, you know, just using the Zoom platform, uh, people are able to connect and, uh, you know, visually and, and audi- audibly connect together um, uh, through Zoom while they kind of enjoy their own personal space at home and um and sort of like give uh an insight to how they celebrate the holiday in their own home and um you know you could say you know there's a drawback to not being able to meet together but uh again the trade-off is you you really wouldn't have those insights about how people spend their holidays in their own home Mm. necessarily um without um this new method so um, I don't think it's a long-term thing, but I think for now, you know, let's just be thankful for what, what I guess, positive this does bring um, without, you know, uh, forgetting the, obviously, the negative impact. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so that's, that's what we're doing this year. Well, I, it's funny that you say that because I think it's important to find out uh, – for people's frame of mind keeping them healthy um having that uh you call it a bubble but uh 
sharing um, their thoughts on how they're spending their holiday. And I think it's a healthy thing to do. Um, you'd be surprised what uh, people are willing to share at that point in time. Um, at that point, I, I invite you and your residents to do a holiday greeting and uh, share it on, um, on Malden's website. And they can do a, a holiday greeting and it would get posted. They'd and probably really enjoy it. And it be it a poem or just uh, a song or just uh, whatever they wish to do. And it would get posted on hashtag Malden Together. And uh, I invite you to do that. I invite you to do that. Something about Jay Malden Center in front of a tree, in front of a fire, or whatever you, you know, a fireplace, whatever you you think uh, is reasonable for you. And I think people would enjoy that because I think many, I I was thinking, how can you do this? So I decide, I I don't put it uh, up a tree, but I love the lighting. You know, you go by people's houses and, you know, just see the lighting. And it's like, wow, this is great. So um, I invite you to do that. But now here we go. Now, in J. Malden Center, are there like little shops? Um, not inside the the apartment community, community but attached to the building itself, um, we do have some uh, retail space available. And um, we have a few uh, retail um, businesses that have already opened up. One of those is Malden Center uh, Fine Wine. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not uh, try to try to forget everything you know about a, a wine store or something in that similar um, uh, category. It's like nothing you've ever been in. Um, you definitely want to check it out. Um, it's uh, it's it's quite an experience to go in there and. Um, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but but definitely check it out. Oh, don't then, spoil it for uh, me, because I'm gonna <laughs> scoop by and uh, before the holiday and uh, and check it out. I will do that. What else is there? <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got uh, Soul City Yoga. Um, uh, they're you know they're impacted obviously by uh, COVID, so they can they're still offering classes right now, but on a very limited. Uh, scale um, for in-person participation, but they also have online uh, alternatives where you can um, connect, uh, you know, using the video conferencing method and participate in classes from your home or some, from some remote location. And um, uh, they, I think they're even uh, pre-recording those uh, so that um, you, if you can't make it during the actual class, you can, you don't have to miss it. So, mm. um I know the rates are super affordable. Uh, the ladies that run that place are are, are very nice, and um, uh, you'll feel welcome going there, and you won't feel intimidated. That's for sure. So if it's your first time doing yoga, I can tell you um, this is definitely a place that you'd want to, you know, cut your teeth on yoga. Um, mm. if you've never done it before. Oh, awesome! So what else do you have in there? So um, we have, they haven't opened yet, but we have uh, Tu Lejour, uh, which is a, an Asian French bakery. Um, if you've ever been to the uh, Natick Mall or Burlington, um, uh, you'll, you'll find them in there. Um, typically, I've seen them 
inside of other like H Marts or other other establishments. Um, it's it, for me, it's rare to see them in their own entity. So I think this is um, kind of a Malden exclusive uh, arrangement where uh, it's kind of it's outside walk up. Um, it's right across from the T. It's on that corner uh, facing Commercial and Pleasant Street and. Um, I, if you if you've never been there, definitely Google them online. Definitely go out to one of their locations in Burlington or Natick and check them out. Um, I'm totally addicted to this place, so when I found <laughs> out that they were coming, um, I was through the roof. Um, it's one of it's it's by far one of my play, favorite um, bakery places in the world. Oh, I'm going to have to. Do they have like birthday cakes and things like that? They they do have stuff like that, but it's not um, uh, it's not like if you were to go to um, uh, like a boutique um, uh, uh, locally owned um, Malden location or you know the international corporate chain or franchise or anything, but um, but they do have multiple locations throughout mm-hmm. the state, and um, and so I think. It's not like going to the grocery store either, where, where you know um, they just make something like you put an order in or whatever. Um, they kind of have their um, their their selections of the things that they're really good at doing, and they um, which is um, for for the items that they do produce. I for me, this is just my personal opinion. I think they're the top notch. I think they're top tier on that on those items. Um, if you're into stuff like, um, uh, uh, I'll just give you one example. They make they make their own uh, macaroons. They don't uh, buy them from some third party or anything. Uh, so it's all made in house. And um, it, it, and if you're not familiar with macaroons, they're kind of they're cookies, but they're uh, they're soft, and uh, they have like a filling on the inside, and those flavors can be just about anything and they keep a very wide selection of those so they're very tasty um but uh but yeah that's so that's the sort of thing so that, but they've got a lot of different um selections so you could sort of like tailor the, the things that you purchase if you're if you're looking at doing it for a gift um and that, and to be honest with you i think that shop and the Malden fine wines um Malden center fine wines i think it's a great pair um i, I think for gift giving, I, it just makes sense to me that you know you might pop in one, and then while you're there, pop in the other, and you find um, things that complement one another. You know, mm, it seems like you're very happy with this. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm ecstatic! Yeah, I can't wait for them to open. So they they uh, they're doing the construction now, and they should be open. Um, I, I think the trajectory right now. Or the last projection I heard was uh, they're opening like end of February or something like that. Neat. So we're uh, right around the corner from there. Um, okay. but, um, but yeah, and there's there's a few other things that are coming out that I can't uh, quite reveal. Um, but uh, but I, but I'll I'll tell you the the other stuff that's coming in. I think everybody's going to be happy about it. It's just going to bring more convenience and uh, to the downtown Malden area and more um, more life. So. Um, um, it's just it's exciting to see what a project like this can just what, what it can how it can positively impact um, a community and um, 
And for that, I'm, I'm proud to be a part of that. Oh, I'm so grateful for that. I'm hoping uh, somewhere along the line that they put in some type of clothing, I hope, specialty. Um, well, I, I, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, uh, let's see what happens. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I wish I could tell you more. I know, I know. I'll wait. I'll be patient. Mom's the word. I'll be very patient. I'm a very patient person. Um, now, Jay Malden Center. Um, I'm aware of something similar around the country that uh, it's like live here, work here, um, and it's like people just do that nowadays. Some people are fortunate enough to live in a place and work in that yeah. same area. Is this is what it's all about? Mm. Yeah, it's definitely like a, a live, work, play um, scenario, um, and I think uh, I think that's a new the, the newest trend. You know, nationwide we're experiencing a population boom. You know, and um, um, it, it, especially in the, the the larger urban centers that have been established um, uh, earlier uh, in the country's history, um, you know, it, it kind of it, it lends to crowded um, environments, traffic, um, commute times are increased, and um, you know, I think people just they're tired of uh, of the commute times. Um, so they're looking for ways to get their life back. And part of how they're doing that is they're, um, they're kind of migrating to these areas where uh, they can live nearby where they work and get all the things that they need to get done on their daily routine, the daily errands um, in, that, in that small community. And, um, and then that frees up their, their time uh, to do all the other things that they love to do. So, mm-hmm. um, and then as far as apartment communities go, uh, lifestyle is, uh, is like a big thing. So it's not, it's, it's less important for, um, you know, for, when people are looking at apartments now, it's less important for them about the necessarily how big the apartment is and, and all the, the bells and whistles inside the physical four walls of where they're sleeping at night, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they want to know what can they do in the community? What what other benefits do they have that they can enjoy without even having to, to leave home? And um, and then beyond that, uh, now, and, and, and I think COVID has really uh, exponentially impacted this movement, but um, it's not even just about the amenities in the apartment anymore. It's about the experience. It's about what kind of events um, people can benefit from. How can they socialize with people that they that live in the same city, in the same building, in the same community? Um, what kind of activities are available to them to um, uh, you know to to give them the entertainment or the um, the fulfillment of uh, their time outside of work and um, and so it's it's a it's a very very different uh, environment than it was ten years ago. You'd be surprised. Um, I sort of live. I'm, I don't mean to talk about myself, but it's true what you're saying. It's uh, I live in an environment. Um, people are around you, and uh, you don't know that they realize who you are by the way you live, 
and um, all of a sudden, um, things pop up at your door, and um, it's like, wow, this person, you know, knows who you are, and um, it's amazing. Um, like in a two, two and a half mile radius of where you live. And you find these people find you, and it's like I didn't know they knew me. <laughs> but this what's that, you're right, absolutely right. And uh, it's not a, like a bubble that you live in because you, you step outside your door, and it's not a huge area. But inside those walls, you become like a family within a family, and that's what yeah, you're that's that, so true. yeah, that's what you're talking about. Tell me more about Jay Malden Center. What else is happening there? We're, we're wrapped up with construction finally. The apartment uh, community currently is uh, approximately 60% occupied. So, um, so we def- we're, we're beyond the, the halfway mark, well well beyond the halfway mark. And um, I gotta tell you, like that's been, um, that, was a, that was a challenge going through the last several months of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, we opened our doors in, in September 2019, and um, so we had COVID hit us uh, last week of December. Um, so we had maybe two two strong months, I guess you could say, in in not the most um, uh, not the best season, not the not the, the premium uh, prime season for people moving, and. Um, and so going from zero to 60 percent during the pandemic has been uh you know we would have liked to have been leased up by now obviously in normal terms but um i, I i'm just thankful uh, that we have a community that is highly desirable that we have um uh you know processes in place that make it uh, uh, easy for uh, people to get transitioned and, and get moved in with while protecting themselves and things like that, which has really, I think, been part of the the formula that has accelerated the, the leasing process. I would I would expect we'll be um, we'll continue in this trajectory. Um, so early part of the year we'll we'll be very close to um, to, to reaching our goals. Uh, when I say early part of the year, I mean Q into Q1, maybe early Q2, and. Um, and uh, and then we'll see how things go from there. But um, uh, aside from that, uh, you know, we're just we're we're focused on the residents. We're focused on our retail uh, tenants and um, and collaborating with the city and and the, the community at large. Um, you know, we're here to stay, and we're uh, we want to give back to the community. We want to be integrated with the community, and. Um, um, you know, one thing that we're we're really striving to do right now is we're working with the chamber because the the Jay Mullen Center is so convenient to uh, the Orange Line, um, and that it's very easy for somebody to move into Jay Mullen Center to, in the city within a city, as you as you mentioned it before, um, and then live their life in Jay Mullen Center, get on the the train. Go to their job or wherever they they need to go outside of um, outside of Malden, and maybe ne- never even see all the benefits that are available in Malden. So, um, thankfully, uh, the chamber uh, has us on their radar, and Donna and Joan have um, 
uh, you know, been uh, big players in this in this particular initiative. Where um, uh, working with other businesses in Malden to provide perks to J Malden Center residents or incentives um, to get them to come the opposite direction, away from the train station, and then um, really just enjoying. Uh, what's available to them at their fingertips without even having to get on the train. That That's uh, awesome. That's awesome. Uh, outside of Malden, too. Mm. So, um, like, uh, you know, uh, in the summer, it, it, I guess it was around August or so, something like that, um, you know, the COVID had kind of died down a little bit, and um, restaurants were opening for outdoor seating and stuff, and so we did a couple of things. For example, one thing we did is we hosted a mixer over at um, Faces Brewery. And for anybody who is not familiar with Faces Brewery, definitely Google it. It's Boston's newest, hottest uh, uh, brew, you know, brewery house. Uh, uh, they make all their, their beer in-house. Uh, they have chefs there. Uh, and I say Boston, um, you know, Malden is kind of like a neighborhood of Boston, really. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, and uh, I gotta tell you, Faces Brewery really um, uh, these other places that are around Boston, in Boston, around Boston, they need to step up their game. So this place <laughs> is uh, it, it's definitely a contender. So, well, let me ask you about uh, that. When you mentioned uh, chefs, what uh, they have food on site? Who the Faces Brewery? Yes. They do. Yep. Oh, nice. It's not just a, a place to get beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, uh, um, and it's craft food. I mean, they, they, um, the, there's a gentleman there, and I, I can't recall his name off the top of my head right now, but he's a, um, I, I know he's a renowned chef, and uh, they went through great lengths to attract this guy. Um, they pulled him from some other um, uh, titled establishment. And um, anyway, so the food, the food there is, is, very good, you know, and I'll, and I'll say if you go there, um, uh, they have four, they, they change up the beers, but they have four beer flavors that are kind of like their base main beer flavors. Um, uh, all four of them are good. Try the, uh, there's one, I believe it's called the Ferrari or something like that. And it's, um, it's kind of like a chocolate beer or a coffee beer. And it's uh, anyway. Check it out. You'll you'll like it. It's it's tasty. It's um, it's it's uh, it, the texture is good. You'll like it. Well, that's interesting to find these things out because see, that's what I think. And you know, people try to get you to move elsewhere. Like you know, my my family. Oh, come on, move up here. And I I said I I don't think so. <laughs> Because I, I love this area. I, I find there's a yeah. lot going on here, and I see it, and I go, wow, I like this. And so I find yeah. a lot of interesting things going on in the area of Malden. And uh, all you do have to do is apply yourself and reach out, and if you want to do something, it's there. That's true. It's you, so true. Yeah, I'll go on record, Josephine, to say that Malden is the most underrated city in Massachusetts. <laughs> and if you're if you're here now, living in Malden, mm-hmm. don't leave. Mm-mm. If you're not living in Malden, get to Malden because what's coming, what's on the foresight, mm-hmm. on the forefront, mm-hmm. uh, or on the horizon rather, um, you think it's good now? Just wait. I have to tell you, my dear, I've been around Malden a lot of years. 
Mucho years. I, I can't tell you how long, but I've, I've been here a lot of years, and I've seen it grow. I've seen it grow. Um, I was around when the um, city hall was not there. And, I, and th when I came back, it was there, and now I'm around to see it being taken down. And it's, like, amazing to watch that to me, you know. But anyway, I want to know, um, do you have, like, your own studio, like, for uh, media in J. Malden Center? Do we have our own oh, a media studio? Yes. No, we don't. Um, we actually, it's funny that you, you mentioned that, though, because um, we actually have been in talks with uh, Osa and Ann and Ron uh, over there at uh, MATV, soon to be UMA, mm -hmm. um, about uh, collaboration with um, access to the media, um, as you know, to make some bulk memberships uh, access for Jade Malden Center. Yes. Um, or maybe, maybe even some sort of like satellite um, scenario. Um, where they can come on site here or something. So mm -hmm. um, who knows what who knows what that'll what that'll come about. But um, mm -hmm. but I think Malden's lucky to have uh, MATV soon to be UMA mm -hmm. um, uh, here in in Malden. It's a uh, a lot of people don't know the benefits that um, that the organization provides. You know, it's um, it's it's not just public access television. It's uh, I mean, and that itself is great. You know, I mean, that's that's a that's a huge component. Uh, definitely a benefit to the city of Malden and to to the, the people who live in Malden. Um, but it's all the other stuff too that um, I, I I think just doesn't get enough um, uh, notoriety. You know, it doesn't the pe pe people. It's not well established well known all of the other programs and um, access to uh, resources and things like that that are available through um, through MATV and uh, uh, so hopefully we can we can be a part of uh, getting that word out more and hopefully uh, our residents will enjoy access to that stuff so um, so you know, and again, COVID kind of put the damper on on that sort of thing. I know the studio um, accessibility is very limited right now, um, but uh, but yeah, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens um, in 2021. Well, I encourage you. Like uh, we're having a podcast, but you're not here, but yet you're having a podcast, and it will still get done. And I right. encourage uh, you. Just uh, maybe become some type of a partnership, and I encourage you to uh, encourage your residents, those that are interested, and I'm sure something will get worked out, and I'm sure, you know, remotely, something will be done. And uh, there's, a, there's a lot being done, um, being done uh, remotely, and I'm sure your residents will love it. Um, I look at it um, for me, and I'm sure you you may agree. Um, a lot of it is like a puzzle, and you begin to put the pieces together. And as the pieces come together, and you see the picture of the puzzle, you get excited. Yeah. And that's why I see it. 
And so, and that's what I, you know, I was very interested, and I, I got the opportunity to speak to you, and you know, in an email, of course, to find out more about J. Malden Center, because speaking about J. Malden Center, if somebody wants to live there, how they go about it, do they come there physically, do they do it remotely, how does one go about it? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we closed our doors for a while, um, and we required uh, people to do virtual tours online. Uh, we were using Zoom and FaceTime and uh, Google Meet and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I can tell you that, um, that it, it, it's beneficial to a point. Um, you know, if you're, if, you, if you're a prospective uh, resident uh, looking for a place to live, um, it, it, maybe that saves you some time, you know. But it really, it doesn't, you don't see really um, what you're getting, you know. I, I remember a time when, um, when I first moved to Chicago uh, um, many years ago, uh, I rented an apartment online site unseen. And uh, uh, it was almost comical um, <laughs> what, I, what I saw. Like I used, I, uh, you know, this is before the times of like FaceTime and all that kind of stuff. And um uh, but, you know, they had uh, photos online and, and everything looked great until I got there and I realized this isn't what I thought I was renting, you know, and um, and that was a that was like a wake up call for me. Um, and, you know, in the same same regard, even if you're doing a FaceTime or, or a Zoom tour online, um, it, you know, the what you see through that method versus what you experience when you do an on-site tour yourself. Uh, it makes a big difference. You know? um, it's uh, I, you know, so people they really want to see it, and um, you know, just I mean, just the nature of things. People people went through the process because it was, you know, kind of like a need to do sort of thing. Um, there wasn't really another option, um, and then we opened the doors to self-guided tours. Um, from there, what people would do is uh, they would set up a, an appointment. They'd come. We'd provide them access to specific apartments that they they wanted to see, uh, and we wouldn't physically be with them. We would um, we would be on on FaceTime with them or something like that mm -hmm. while they're physically walking the apartment, and um, and then we'd go in and clean the apartment. Um, we'd have our our sanitation company come in and clean behind um, afterwards. So um, um, so we we did that, and uh, and then from there uh, we're now back. We've been back in r routine in-person tours, but everybody's wearing masks, and we're not touching, no shaking hands. Uh, you know, we're keeping a reasonable distance, despite that um, uh, that we're physically there in the same room. We have these um, these plastic uh, shields or guards on the desks. Um, so that when you're sitting down and, and speaking with one another, there's a kind of, it's just another barrier of protection. Um, and, um, and, but, and we don't, we don't allow walk-ins right now where uh, everything's by appointment. Um, uh, that way we can, uh, you know, we can reasonably control the, uh, the volume of people coming through that don't live here. Um, even though they're prospective residents, we still have a top priority to the people that do live here right now and protect them, you know. So, um, so yeah, we, we, that's, that's where we're at right now uh, as well. We haven't scaled that back um, currently. Uh, 
and and, and don't don't we don't expect to in the foreseeable future uh, but of course we're staying nimble so um, uh, if we need to adapt pretty quickly we can do that it just depends on what kind of messaging comes out from um, you know the city and from the state um, government agencies and that sort of thing yeah well I, I think uh, unfortunately for now it is the way that it is and um, hopefully in the future things will change um, I, like I said, I, I come to work, of course, um, but um, other than that, um, it's gotten to the point that even that I order things online. Um, that you know, you got to keep yourself safe. Right. <laughs> you got to keep yourself safe, and and if you don't do that, I mean, uh, hello, like you asking for trouble. <laughs> but uh, right. right now, uh, so. I get the picture of where Jay, Jay, now Malden is at. How did you come to a point that you wanted to be a part of this? Um, you know, it's, okay, so I kind of, it was almost by accident uh, in a way. Um, uh, I've, I've been in the new development world for many years. Um, uh, so it's, it's it's something that I'm used to. Um, I've done deals like this uh, throughout the East Coast and the Midwest, um, where it's been uh, basically a, uh, a redevelopment or, or totally new construction in some in an area where there was there was just nothing there. Um, uh, you know, I've been thankful to be part of projects where um, you know it's, uh, you take a desolate area where nothing really exists and. Uh, you know, in the course of a few years, uh, an entire new market, a whole new uh, economy is is born out of nothing, um, and um, and and this is a little bit different than that scenario where uh, it was sort of a stifled uh, economy or sub economy, micro economy, just in this downtown, uh, this corner of downtown, and. Um, uh, this this really just changed everything and opened it up um, totally. Um, I was trying to get to the Boston. I love the Boston area. Um, I so since so it was about six or seven months, I was trying to get up here from North Carolina, which is where I moved from. And um, uh, finally, I connected with a guy uh, named Sean Pike, who is, is my direct report with the company I'm with now with this with uh, Jefferson Apartment Group, the development, um, the developer of J. Mullen Center. And um, uh, he and I were in talk for, uh, for a while and um, uh, an opportunity, this opportunity finally opened up and I was able to make the transition up here. And uh, so it was kind of serendipitous, you know. Uh, I didn't really know exactly what I was getting myself into. Um, I just knew it was a, a new, unique opportunity uh, that that had uh, an element, uh, a public service element, you know, the city hall, uh, which I'd never experienced before. Um, and it was near Boston. So um, so for me, it was, a, it was a win. It was a slam dunk, um, I, and I wanted to take the plunge. And uh, you know what I got to tell you? I, I don't regret making that decision. I think uh, I got very lucky. Um, there's 
uh, there's just something about the people of Malden that is, is just uh, unique. Uh, it's different from a lot of other places that I've lived. And, um, and I got to tell you, I, just, I love the people of Malden. Mm, that's nice to hear. They, they, are, they are warm people. They're very warm people. Um, I find that... Yeah. Malden, um, Malden is a city of inclusion. Mm-hmm. It's a city of acceptance. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's, the energy is high. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's just um, people taking care of people. Yes. Um, you know, you know people by, by their name, which is, you know, um, I, I get that the, the city of Malden pales in comparison to the population of Boston, but mm-hmm. it's still a big city. It's still like a neighborhood of Boston. And coming from the South, the perception of northern uh, uh, cities and states, um, that wasn't my first expectation coming into Malden. You know, mm-hmm. I expected it to be uh, somewhat um, not as warm as you described, mm-hmm. but I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, that's, it's, uh, um, you know, you come to Malden and Malden says, hey, welcome to the family. Yes, exactly. That's what I thought. Um, I, I partly grew up in Malden, uh, partly. Um, I'm not going to go into detail, but I found, for me, that people are, are welcoming here. Um, they, take you, they take you to their heart in a special kind of way. And uh, once you become like that, it's easy to do the same. That's what I felt. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, it's infectious. <laughs> yes, it is. And you know what? I love the diversity. I love the diversity. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, there's there's, uh, there's a lot of benefit and value to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I guess the saying goes, too, like that really lends to some of the businesses that are here, right, in the restaurants. And they yes. Say, what's that saying? It's... um. Dine in Malden, taste the world. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I love it. I love it. You know, it's too funny that you should say that. I, I was talking with somebody yesterday about this because uh, I come to work and I put on particular mu- music from another country, and she walked down the hall, and she's from this country, and she says are you listening to that music? I said, I absolutely love this. She says, I couldn't believe it. She said, my mom and dad listened to this. <laughs> I said, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, this is where we're at. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just love to find out different things. And that's why I invited you on the podcast. Now, how you mentioned that Jay Malden Center is connected to the City Hall, and how'd that come about? Um, so the City Hall, um, uh, well, it started with, uh, you know, a vision that came out of City Hall. Um, uh, Mary Gary Christensen, um, in my opinion, is... is um, uh, I'll just say Malden should be very thankful to, for having a mayor like Gary. Yes. Um, he, uh, he, I, I believe, if I understand correctly, I believe the vision um, came about or the seed was planted about making a change in downtown mm-hmm. in, the, in the physical structure of it prior to, to him being mayor. 
Um, but uh, the execution, uh, it just what for whatever reason, it couldn't get off the ground. And then you've got a, then you've got Mary Christian Mary Christensen that comes onto the scene, and then he's able to pull it off. You know, and so it really just started from an RFP that that went out and. Uh, you know, it was, it's a tough deal. It was, a, it was, it was, um, it, to get the thing done, some, it, it, you had to be creative, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so the, you know, the mayor was able to vet, uh, and his team, um, you know, uh, not, not just the mayor, but his, his team helped him, obviously. And, uh, they were able to vet, uh, you know, some, um, some potential partners to get the deal off the ground and and, and make this thing happen. And uh, Jefferson Apartment Group just happened to be um, the one that you know all of the pieces of the puzzle came together, and uh, you know they had you know all the um, all the criteria were met. They you know they they were the ones that could to make it happen and um and again like i, I don't want to say that no one else could have pulled it off but, you know I, I think you throw enough money at something and it can happen but um uh but jefferson apartment group was able to get it done mm-hmm. where a lot of other places um that that were interested that either either backed off and said they they weren't they they weren't capable or uh or or the city just you know, discovered that maybe, you know, they they weren't as strong um, candidates as Jefferson Apartment Group um, for whatever whatever it is. But at the end of the day, um, Jefferson Apartment Group, JAG, uh, you know, responded to the RFP and, um, and they won the RFP. And, uh, and then here it is. And, and Jefferson Apartment Group has developed uh, many um, residential and um, commercial, you know, uh, multifamily, retail, office space, you name it, uh, all over uh, uh, the East Coast. I mean, all the way from the entire Eastern Seaboard. There's probably not a city they haven't built in. And um, so, uh, anyway, uh, so they did it here, and um, and so now uh, the you know City Hall and J Mullen Center and all the retail stores that. Um, are on the on the bottom level uh, of the the buildings. Um, we're all a, a conglomerate uh, under one um, uh, master condo association, and um, um, it, it's just a unique deal. I, I don't think, as far as I know, there's not another deal in in the country where you've got um, uh, a multifamily project connected to. Um, a, a municipal uh, entity. It's uh, a very unique thing. Yeah, I think I, I believe that it is. Now, let me ask you a question because I'm finding this interesting. Now, as far as residents, uh, is there a tier level, an age level? Uh, are they looking for young professionals? Uh, um, no. Baby boomers? No. Millennials? Uh, what, what are they looking for? Mm-mm. No, none of none of that really is a is a target. No. Um, no. The 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 number one thing that uh, at least and, and you know these things can always change, but um, from from inception up 
up to date, um, and, and and I don't see it as changing, is that um, the only the only restriction is that J. Mullen Center has a preference not to have undergraduate um, students. Um, uh, you know, so that so that's really the only thing. Um, the, the target is um, obviously we want people who are going to move in and stay as as, uh, as long as, as we keep them happy here, and um, and hopefully they'll be willing to integrate with the community and, and shop local and um, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell you, we attract people. Um, uh, like many of the other communities uh, in this market, um, we attract uh, grad students, you know, um, and that's just, that's not really the nature of the building itself. That's more of a, um, um, it's just kind of, I think Malden has kind of been a hotbed for grad student um, in the apartment communities. And, um, but, you know, I, I, I don't know that that's even going to sustain, to be honest with you. I, I mm-hmm. I predict a shift. I predict a shift, in, even in the apartment communities, um, um, away from uh, university dependency. Um, um, but uh, you know, I don't think that's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, but you know, I, I predict that in the future. Yeah. And I think that's what I think that's what Malden wants. You know, Malden, you know, particularly the residents that have been here for many years, mm-hmm. um, they want. They want people moving to Malden who have a vested interest in Malden. Yes. Um, they don't, you know, I, I, and I get it. You know, residents that have been here a long time, they, it's not, it, 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 for them, where's the value if somebody that's going to come for a year and then leave, you know? No, it, um, it's no value. I mean, uh, it, it is not a, a value. You want people that are going to contribute and stay and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um. Really, and they're going to love this area, right? I, I mean, enjoy so, where um, they live. Yeah. So our commitment, um, I think, aligns with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of that is part of that is you know selfish. You know, we want residents that are going to stay a long time, obviously. But um, uh, but the other part of that is that we just want to align our mission with. Uh, with Malden's mission, which is longevity and uh, and integration and participation. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, I think I think Jay Malden Center really leans to that though, because um, you know, Jay Malden Center opened up Pleasant Street to the T. It's not the downtown area is not closed off anymore. Mm-hmm. More inviting. Yes. Um, I think the uh, the building obviously now, um, and of course this. Everything I'm saying it, it can be interpreted as opinion, of course. But my opinion is that the building here now is much more beautiful than was you know, what was here before, and um, and I think that uh, uh, I think the attractiveness of uh, uh, you know the downtown, the revitalization of Malden in general, um, you know, I, I think that's gonna I think it's gonna draw people in. But just wanna just be drawn in it takes time um to do that but uh, hopefully they will do that um you see more uh, uh, you know from where i sit in my office i i see people strolling up and down the streets so i i like that and personally i do 
Um, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love to see that. I love to see more of that. Yeah. Pity's alive, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, I really I enjoy that. So. Yeah, me as well. Have you seen all the new... Uh, uh, the new changes to, like they've got the bike lanes now and stuff like that. I uh, I see the bike there. lanes. However, I'm wondering if they're still too big. Uh, you know, they need to um, have the bike lanes. Um, but sometimes. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, well, oh, oh yeah. come, uh, how, how come they're too wide? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. you know, they have to have them. They have to have them. It's true. Yeah, I mean, and uh, you know, Malden wants to really promote um, uh, more green initiatives. You know, yes. And, you know, uh, lower the carbon footprint and, yes. and get people using public transportation and stuff like that. And um, walking, biking. You know, Malden is very walkable. Yes. Um, yes. You know, another um, favorite place of mine is uh, the bike path, Diner, which is like on the other side of uh, Malden almost, or at least on the other side of downtown. And, um, uh, you know, that's just a a short walk, um, if you think about it. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, it's like, what, five square miles, Malden? Uh, Yeah, Malden is... You can can do a lot of walking and biking in Malden without really having to to drive anywhere. I know. Jump on the train and get down to Bedford or Melrose if you want to, um, which also are great, um, great towns, great cities, uh, with lots of things to do. So. Yes, uh, I, I, Medford. I, I think it's Medford. It's, it's Medford is somewhat like where Malden wants to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somewhat the Main Street, anyway. Sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I do see that, yeah, and I, I see that. yeah, I, I don't know if if you've been walking down Medford Main Street and uh, pretty much greenery, you know, a lot, and I think that's where we're headed for, like that, somewhat. Yeah, maybe even better, you know. You yep. Get, uh, mm-hmm. Some of the office buildings that have come up, like the one on Canal Street that combined properties uh, developed, or. Uh, one at 200 Exchange, right next to Jay Morton Center that um, that Berkeley Investments developed. Yes. And, um, you know, you got another, uh, it's like a 9 to 12 story building coming in behind Hugh O'Neill's, which also is another amazing restaurant. Um, but, you know, that those, those office buildings like that, I, I believe are going to attract um, employers that um, that you don't even see in Medford, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and speaking of which, if, um, you know, that that new building behind Hugh O'Neill's, um, it's going to be a while before that one breaks ground or anything, but the uh, the 200 exchanges is getting close to being finished. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful property right next to J. Mullen Center. There's going to be a couple of restaurants in the bottom uh, of that place um, that are... Um, uh, recognized restaurants they're they're good they're good concepts they're, mm-hmm. they're really really great concepts um and then uh but i would i would say if anybody um uh, you know knows of a of a of an employer uh that, you know they're they're trying to downsize or or grow to a larger unit i mean a larger office building mm-hmm. um 
uh, relocate to, you know, let's say from from inside the city of Boston, you know, if they want to save some money and come to come to Malden or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would encourage them to get in touch with a guy named Kevin Duffy. Uh, you know Kevin, of course. Oh, I know Kevin um, very well. Um, you know, if you have questions about um, the impact to the business and that sort of thing, um, and the benefits to the the employees working in the office. Kevin Duffy is definitely the guy to talk to. Mm. Um, he's not going to steer anybody wrong. Um, he'll tell it how it is. Obviously, he's he's uh, he's sold on Malden and, um, and and wants to bring business to Malden, but he's not going to he's not going to be dishonest or anything. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. So um, he's a guy you can trust. Um, um, he's a guy that's got seemingly all the answers. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, he, he really does. I mean, the guy is just like a wealth of, of information. Yeah, he was in my office the um, other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was. He's a pleasure to talk yeah, to. I'm so impressed with that guy. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, is there anything else you would like to discuss? No, I... Uh, I um, no, I think we've chatted about a lot, and I appreciate uh, chatting with you and, and having the opportunity to be on the show. Oh, I loved it, and I I hope we get to meet in person and bump elbows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and uh, I, I, I'd love to see you here at Malden Access, soon to be UMA, and your residents as well, and I'd invite you to come on um, let me tell you something again. I enjoy talking with you. And who knows? Things will change. And um, who knows? You may have a show of your own. Uh, that who will happen. <laughs> yeah, you can have me on your show. And uh, we'll have a pleasant time. See, I enjoy inviting people and I enjoy laughter and I enjoy getting all wonderful information because this is a wealth of information as well. Just not for me, but for everybody in Malden, uh, Malden, Massachusetts, which is a booming city. By the way, a lot of lovely people, great mayor, lovely people. And Jonathan, thank you so much for being with me today. And we'll be talking, and um, I would love that information sent to me, if you will. And please, everybody, stay safe. Have happy holiday. And I will be talking to you again. This is Josephine Royal of Let Me Tell You Something. Again, Jonathan, happy holidays, and thank you so much, my dear. Bye-bye for now, and stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.